Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To help us break down the Week 7 card in the National Football League, we head out to Sin City, we head out to Vegas, our good pal, one of the odds makers over at the Link Casino, the great Art the Caesar makes his triumphant return to WFAN. Art, my boy, what's happening? Oh, JJ, good man, having a great night. And first of all, let me just congratulate you. I know you had Giants four and a half, so that's a good start to your week. I ain't kidding, and I had to sweat out that final possession of the game. You know, Daniel Jones is always looking to give you that big turnover, but hey, a win is a win, a cover is a cover. Let's start there. From, you know, a book standpoint tonight, were you guys getting mostly Eagle tickets? Were you guys getting mostly over tickets? What was the specific handle for Thursday night with the Giants and the Eagles? Well, you know what, JJ? As far as the the betting goes, it was kind of split as far as where our money was. We had more money on the over. Uh, The over had kind of opened at 44.5 and then basically dropped to – 44, 43 and a half to kick off. And then we took a lot of sharp money early in the week on the Giants. The Giants opened at six, got to four and a half, basically closed at five. So I saw a lot of sharp money on the Giants. So, you know, it was kind of split because obviously it went under, but the Giants covered. So it was kind of a wash. Okay. Now, as far as the way this season has kind of shifted, beginning of the year, Art, you could correct me if I'm wrong. It felt like the books were taking a beating with these overs hitting like crazy, with these, you know, teases and parlays hitting like crazy. Is it fair to say that the wise guys have bounced back and that the uh, odds makers and the casinos have bounced back in a big way over the last two, three weeks? Yeah, no, for sure, JJ. I mean, well, I think when you and I talked early in the season, it might have been around week two. And, you know, we, we had joked, you know, it's going to be a lot of, Chiefs and Ravens teasers and, you know, obviously all these overs were coming in and the first couple of weeks, you know, we were kind of staggering and, you know, we were, we were getting a standing eight count, but you know, the last couple of weeks have kind of righted themselves. It was a really good week last week for the house. So, you know, like, like most things, things, things seem to balance themselves out. All right, let's get to this court here in week seven. There are a couple of very interesting and intriguing line moves that we're going to get to. But let's get this one out of the way, Art, because, you know, it is a New York audience, even though there's not much to say uh, about the Jets. I mean, you want to talk about the books taking a beating. The books have been taking a beating with the Jets. It does not matter what you set these lines at. I mean, the Jet opponent is just covering game after game after game. And I don't know if it's going to be Joe Flacco or Sam Darnold. Uh, I'm seeing across the board, you're getting a line at either 12 or 12 and a half. 
And do I feel great laying that in the NFL? No, especially with a road team, especially in division. But, or can I honestly make a case that I would want to take the Jets plus the points? My brother, there's no way in the world I can do that. No, no way. Um, you're absolutely right. The, the Jets have been atrocious. We all know that. They're not even competitive in these games. These games are basically over in the first quarter. We can't make the lines high enough. Obviously, I'm sure most of you know most of us who are gamblers and most of your audience who have probably seen, basically the Jets are 22, 23-point underdogs next week against the Chiefs. And, and this spread's no different. Bills open minus 11. It did get to 13. It is sitting at 12 and a half now. But, you know, you could just blindly bet against the Jets all week. They haven't covered a spread. They're 0-6 ATS. So, yeah, you just bet against the Jets every week because, I mean, this is, you know, it's cashing tickets left and right. And you guys, I'm sure, will be praying for the Jets because every tease, every parlay, every outcome, I'm sure, is going to have Buffalo tied in, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, that's just one, you know, if you're if you're looking to have a two-team parlay, two-team teaser, three-team teaser, you just throw the Jets in there and you say, you know what, I'll worry about the other two because I know this Jet game is going to hit because the Jets have shown you nothing. And it really doesn't matter if it's Darnold, if it's Flacco, it just doesn't matter. And the Bills are coming off two losses, so, I mean, they're going to be geared and ready to go. We got my main man, Arthur Caesar, from the Link Casino, one of the odds makers out there as we're previewing and looking at the Week 7 card in the NFL. Art, explain this one to me. The Steelers have been very good to me the last two weeks. They've taken care of me. They're undefeated. They're playing really well. Why did this line open? Pittsburgh laying a point and a half. Seems like there's a lot of public money coming in on the Steelers, and yet the line has moved to Tennessee minus one. What's up with that? It is, and you're absolutely right, JJ, and it's funny. The Titans generally don't get a lot of respect publicly from the gambling community. I mean, listen, obviously we know they're 5-0. and We know they were in the AFC Championship game last year. Steelers are public teams. Steelers have been great. But a lot of times it's just a market move. If most books are moving it, you don't want to be on the other side of it. You're absolutely correct. It did open Steelers minus 1.5. It's now Titans minus 1. That game probably will go off either again Steelers minus one or a pick them. You know, it's basically the best game of the weekend because it's two 5-0 teams. But it is interesting to see that kind of reverse line movement a little bit, especially when Tennessee doesn't get a lot of public or sharp play. I'll give you another one. And it involves America's team who's been god-awful. They're playing a short week against Washington. That line goes from Cowboys lane three very early and now I'm looking everywhere, Art. It's either at Pickham or Washington's favored by a point. FanDuel has it where the Cowboys are favored by one. But are you surprised with the way that line has moved? You know what, JJ? That's one of the games I actually wrote down because I figured we would touch on that. Uh, you know, we actually had a Cowboys opened at minus three and a half, and now it's a Pickham. So, you know, it, it, it's weird, too, because normally, you know, you get you get so much cowboy money because it's the Cowboys, but God, they look so bad, but you know, who's Washington? Washington's no good. I am shocked that it's moved that much, that it's moved basically three, three and a half points. You know, I think sharps probably jumped on Washington pretty early. You know, they figured, Hey, we're going to take the field goal. We'll take the three and a half, but it'd be interesting to see what happens as this line moves, you know, into tomorrow, into Saturday, does it stay at a pick them or does Washington or does, you know, the Cowboys become a favorite again? When it comes to some of this line movement and, you know, a line going down being a direct overreaction to what we saw last week, curious to get your thoughts on this. To me, the line between San Francisco and New England 
is your classic overreaction. I mean, that line falls basically three, three and a half points. And I get it. New England looked as bad as can be against Denver. But Art, you're telling me they're going to go now lose back-to-back games with a team flying West Coast to East Coast when the head coach knows everything he needs to know about the opposing quarterback? I mean, there are certain spots I think you salivate over in the NFL. To me, New England is in exactly one of those games. JJ, you basically took the words out of my mouth because this is one of the games I love. And and you, not only is New England, are they going to look bad and lose again? Are they going to lose two in a row at home? I mean, you know, it, it's just one of those spots. It's definitely an overreaction. And the 49ers are coming off an emotional win at home, Sunday night, division rival. They've had a little thing going with the Rams the last couple of years. I agree. You're going to get New England. I know it's not the same New England, but now they're under a field goal at home. I just... Listen, the Niners have been beat up, but, you know, they've kind of righted the ship a little bit. I'm with you. I think that's a perfect spot for New England. We got Art Caesar over at the Lynn Casino. He joins us here on the fan. Okay, Art, um, Sunday night now, you have a little bit of an audible. The Raider-Buccaneer game hopefully will be played 1 o'clock your time, 4 o'clock our time. And Sunday night now, it's Seattle and Arizona. From, you know, a handicapping odds maker standpoint, does the Seattle-Arizona game going to Sunday night change anything as far as the line or not really? No, not really. I, you know, I, I think we just treat it as normal because, you know, and not that Arizona would have some, you know, great home field advantage, but, you know, it, there's not really a home field advantage this year. You know, they might, they won't be more revved up for a Sunday night game. But, you know, and, and even that Bucks raiders game is basically taken off the board right now because, the, you know, there's just so many concerns with that. You know, a lot of times this week we'll have a game or two off the board basically until Saturday, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon after they do all the tests again because, you know, you just can't have it up there for people to bet. You don't want to get into that type of situation. So, no, I don't think that game moving to Sunday night really changes anything. Uh, I'm very happy about the fact that early in the week I got Tampa minus three. I don't get the sense, Art, when you guys post that line again, that you're going to see three, uh, period. And I know you guys get Raider money no matter what being out in Vegas, but I think that line at the lowest is going to be three and a half, probably four, with all the questions with COVID and the Raider offensive line. Oh, JJ, I'm I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. I really believe if the line does, you know, if they end up playing this game and we post the game again, listen, you getting it at three was amazing because – I think it would probably open at four and could even get pushed back more. I mean, you know, the Raiders are going to be out, what, four or five starting offensive linemen? You know, I don't care how good you are. It just doesn't matter. And that That's really tough to overcome. And I really think that line will see four. And listen, people, once again, we get a ton of money. Obviously, it's our local team. But, you know, people have liked the Bucks this year. And, you know, the Bucks are coming off. Last thing we've seen, great game. So I think people will be eager to bet the Bucks. All right, all right. Before we get to... Your best bets of Week 7. Want to get your take right now on the World Series. Obviously knotted up a game apiece. Tampa responded in a big way. What was your initial reaction to the series price basically moving to where it was before Game 1? And what is your initial lean for Game 3? Yeah, you know what? And listen, I know we've talked about this before. Listen, we always have a liability on the Dodgers. We've had a liability on them all year. So we definitely are rooting for Tampa. Um, you know, that, that series being, you know, minus 210, minus 220, that didn't shock me at all. It, it's just, you know, that, that's kind of where it was going to be. I think game one, 
you know, I kind of like the Rays in game one. I actually took the Rays in game one. So, you know, I, I'll admit when I lose, I lost. But it was one of those things, and especially when they came out in game two and L.A. was going to do the bullpen game, you knew the Rays had to get that game. Or honestly, the Dodgers could have swept. And I really think it's going to be a series now. It's going to be a long series. Interestingly, both games have gone over. And with Bueller and Morton tomorrow, to be honest with you, my favorite play would be taking the under. Interesting. And that makes sense. Two terrific, terrific starting pitchers. Now, before we get you out of here, Art, and I think you've already hinted at one of your favorite plays, what would be on your card if you were going to the window and you were going to place a couple wagers down for this Week 7 NFL slate? What do you like? You're absolutely right. I hinted at one of them. I think the Patriots minus two and a half is just, it's too good to pass up. Listen, if I get beat, I get beat. But I really believe that they will right the ship. They will win the game. And listen, all I got to do is win the game by a field goal. And listen, I know when I say this game, you're going to know where I'm going. I like the Panthers getting seven and a half. It's Teddy Bridgewater. That guy is an ATS machine. All he does is cover. Honestly, I know the Saints have won a couple games in a row. I don't really love the Saints. I don't like what I've seen out of Breeze. You know, listen, they ended up winning that game against the Chargers at home. You know, maybe the Chargers had a little nerves, young team, blah, blah, blah. I just, those would be my favorite. I like the Panthers getting a touchdown and the hook, so seven and a half. And I love the Patriots under a field goal at two and a half. Arthur Caesar, check him out. One of the odds makers over at the Link Casino. It's always a pleasure, Art, having you on the show. And a little bit of a spoiler alert. You and I might be riding together on at least one of these games for the Unlocks of the Week. So, let's fly together, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. I'm all about it. JJ, always a pleasure coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Good stuff there from Arthur Caesar. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.